Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is here. Morning. Morning, pal. How's it going today? All right, yeah, not bad, not bad. Just had a sausage sandwich. Everything's good. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. I'm just dealing with... Um, I tell you what, have you, um, have you been on that uh, Twitter, the social media, um, media thing? Oh, this, this, this is a sort of hippie thing when everyone agrees with everybody and everyone's all love and yeah, peace and light. Yeah, is it that one? Yeah, Oh, no, no, no hang on. No, <laughs> it's the opposite of that. Um, yeah, I'm just in the middle of... I, I just reposted. <laughs> so Lord Sugar has yeah. posted... And I quite like Lord Sugar, but he's posted a picture of him um, next to a private plane in the same coloured like baseball cap as the plane is. And it said, collected the new plane today, flew it down from Knoxville to Pompano Beach. So I just posted, what I love about Lord Sugar is he's so good at judging the mood of a nation. Yeah, he's a judge of the people as well, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and obviously a lot of people are like, oh, he's joking because he's a comedian. And like, Lord Sugar follows me. Like, I was, he'll see that. Like, I'm fine with that. But crikey, the amount of people who are like, he's worked hard for his money, mate. He's, a, he's an East London bearer boy. He's yeah. worked hard if he wants to show. I'm like, no one is begrudging the man. Just a joke. Just a joke. Like, f- f- buying a plane. I'm not even begrudging him, tweeting and showing off about it. But at the same time, you've got to take it on the, on the chin that... Uh, People might go, hmm, that's a slightly out, out of sync with the feeling of the country. Ever so slightly. You're fired. Ever so slightly. <laughs> We're all fired. You're fired. Just firing uh, people on Twitter. <laughs> I can't wait to see Piers Morgan have a, get, get hold of them. Them two, I can't work out if they genuinely like each other and then argue online or despise each other. I think, uh, I think deep down they really love each other. Right, you think it's a... Yeah, <laughs> like, it's uh, like Women a, in Love with Oliver Reed. And, yeah, I think it's that, yeah. really. Broadback Mountain, like, why can't yeah. I quit you? But, like, yeah, but, but with millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> so, that is a film nobody ever wants to see. That I don't want to see a remake of Broadback Mountain with Lord Sugar with and With Alan Piers Sugar Morgan. and Piers Morgan. Ooh. No. <laughs> that's yeah. not... That is a, that is a beautiful... Well-crafted film and that needs to just stay where it where it is in the, in the the history of cinema. Let's not be, let's not spoil it with the thoughts of those two dinosaurs no. going. I think, at you, each have, I think you might. I think you have done that. I have, haven't I? And I, I, now every time I blink, that's all I can see. Just them two in a tent. Right, we're going to move I'm on. Never blinking again. <laughs> <laughs> Matters. I know it's early, Steve, but I've got some early bin chat. Early bin chat? Early bin chat. You've got to be up early to get before the bin, man. Uh, it's hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. 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 Listen to this from the Express and Star newspaper. That's my, that's my local newspaper. Uh, I think this Growing might be a different up, Wolverhampton. one. Growing up, Wolverhampton. Nice, Wolverhampton, yeah, Express the, and Star. Uh, oh, is it abroad? Okay. I think it might no? be... A, maybe there's another paper called the Express and Star, because this is I about word. I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> maybe, no. I don't know. Look, I'm not going to kick off about it. No, uh, oh, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're quite right. You're quite right. It is that one. They're just reporting on news from outside of the black country. Good, 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 so, good. That's good. I just got confused there. Uh, it's a story. It's in the Express and Star, so I presume it's everywhere else as well. In the Worthing Herald, for example. Uh, a council bin thrown off Sussex Pier has washed up on a German island. This is extreme bin chat. This is bin chat, isn't it? I've taken bin chat to another level. Well, another, another shore. Another shore, exactly. A council bin went on an amazing six-month adventure before washing up on a German island 450 miles away. Adventure is a stretch. But I'm going with it. Are the film rights still available for the story of this bin? (laughs) Worthing Borough Council thought their bin was lost to the waves forever. Mm, Forever. (laughs) They had a meeting about it, I'm sure. What are we going to do about this bin? I don't know. After vandals. Guys, I think it's lost forever. (laughs) Maybe it's gone on an adventure. Pipe down, John. Not everything's an adventure. Somebody's just thrown a a bin off a cliff. 
It could be the start of an adventure, though. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Vandals cast it off the end of the town's seaside pier. But rather than lying in a watery grave, mm. the black litter bin. I like the way they write in the Express and Start. They're yeah, descriptive. It's a good they are, they are frustrated novelists. Uh, the, the black litter bin made its way across the English Channel and the North Sea. Its lengthy journey came to an end on the shores of Borkum, a small island in northwest Germany where it was discovered by Freck Richter, the most oh. German sounding man of ever. Bin finder ever. Bin finder general. <laughs> Mr. Richter noticed that the bin still displayed the Worthing Council crest and got in contact with the West Sussex Base Council to share the what news. Is, what is this Verding? Hello, Worthing Council. Is this Verding? Worthing, no, it's yeah. Worthing, with a W. <laughs> Worthing. Worthing, yeah. Worthing. Yeah. I, I have your bin. I'm sorry, what? I have your bin. A bit. Our bin? Your bin is safe here on the island. <laughs> I'm, hold on a minute. It has John. been on an adventure. <laughs> John! <laughs> John, get in, you were right. <laughs> get John back. I know he's furloughed. Get him back here. Um, <laughs> Mr. Richter. <laughs> Mr. Richter noticed that the bin still displayed the Worthing Council crest. We got in contact with the West Sussex-based council to share the news of the Waste Receptacle's epic voyage. Andrew Mugan, a project officer in the Waste and Recycling team who received Mr Richter's email, said, it's certainly one of the most unusual emails we've received. I'm astounded that the bin ended up on the shores of Borkum in Germany. At least from an environmental point of view, the bin is no longer in the sea. <laughs> that's all he had to say. That's, that's, that's it. That's all End he had quote. to say. Can we have our bin back, mister? <laughs> All Mr. Richard said the bin will not be making a return trip anytime soon. I think he'll throw it back in the no. sea. I hope it comes yeah. back. Instead, <laughs> it <grave>. take... <laughs> Instead, it has taken up permanent residency on the island after being transformed into a plant holder in his garden. He's got a, it's a little oh, picture here. That's nice. In his front garden um, of a council bin. Right. Is it one uh, of them big with... wheelie ones that goes in the street? No, it's like a lovely, like, circular one. Looks quite old timing, timer. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Uh, Old, you know what I'm saying. Uh, And then put it in our, yeah. (laughs) And then put it in our garden, uh, put a plant in it, and my daughter finished it off by adding a birdhouse to the top. Uh, Borkham Island, a popular tourist destination, measures just 11.87 square miles. It is the largest of the seven east. Welcome to the island. Would you like to see the bin? (laughs) The what? Uh, The bin? The bin? No, have you got any restaurants or hotels or anything? I have a bin with a birdhouse. Oh, God, just around this bloke. Worthing Council got spoiled though, aren't they? Like, While there is a happy ending to this story, throwing items in the sea is a serious issue. Well, yes. Oh, we know that. Ruined it. Ruined it. Uh, it's hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Bin chat. Manford. I had an odd moment the other day, Steve, where um, I was getting to my, to my uh, bed and I said to my wife, uh, I said, oh, I feel a bit odd. I feel a bit odd today. I couldn't, couldn't put my finger on it. She was like, oh, well, I said, I just feel a bit... Something's missing from me day and I can't yeah. work out what it was. And uh, it was only when I was sort of drifting off, I realised... We'd not spoke. Yeah, this was, what was it, Monday? It was Monday, Monday. I think, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And we had, our, we had our three C's, had we, the covert COVID chat. The three C's. Covert COVID chat, yeah. And uh, we sort of sometimes chat for like an hour a day, sometimes twice Yeah. Uh, in, a, in a day. And genuinely, I, um, well, I missed you. Well, no, I, mean, I texted you the next morning, didn't I? I know I, you I did, I got yeah. up about half six and I sat there and I was like, didn't speak to Jay yesterday. Bear text Weird. Him. Yeah, it's very yeah. odd. Uh, my wife didn't seem to appreciate no. uh, my feelings on the matter. She was like, "Do you miss yeah. me when we don't talk?" Who said every that? Day? <laughs> <laughs> it's a course, course I do, course I do, course I do, uh, Steve. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I did once when we were like early on in our relationship, and. Uh, she and the we, you know, when you first say I love you to somebody, it's quite a big moment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 
it's a massive moment. It's one of the biggest moments in a relationship where one of you goes out on a limb and says, I love you. It's massive. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I remember, I'm not a big drinker, as you know, and uh, I get a bit giddy. And uh, I'd, but she was drinking wine and I joined in just to sort of keep up. And I sort of was getting a little bit tipsy. And I remember we were having a cuddle and uh, she just said it. She said, I love you. And I went, oh, oh. Someone's wow. drunk. <laughs> and then she said, <laughs> she said, you're my best friend. Oh, and then I, because nice. I, obviously in the back of my brain, even though I'm going, this is romantic, this is romantic, this is romantic, the little bit of comedian Jason went, oh, that's lovely, that. Mine, Steve. <laughs> Just... <laughs> 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 she still brings it up. Uh, yeah, I bet. I wonder why. I spoiled the moment, but, you know, it was worth it for the story, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and also true. Yeah, well, there is that. You know, I, I get these people marrying the best friends, but, like, you've still got your best friend, haven't you? It's just something you yeah. say, isn't it? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. She is my best friend, but she's not my best friend. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Does she listen to this show? No, does she? Because if I'd say that's all this. That's all right. I was wondering why you're being... That's because that's because Tam my, does listen my wife, to this show. My wife listens, yeah, Tam listens. What, your best me. friend? Your best yeah. friend, Tam? best friend does this forever, me and, me and my wife. <laughs> your best friend. <laughs> but then, then there's your best friend. Your be- there's not your best friend, there's your best friend. Yeah, best exactly. Friend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I will say no more on the matter. I think we are in agreement. We'll do a little silent <laughs> nod. Best friends. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. After bin chat, Steve, what is our most popular uh, stories that seem to come up in our show as I'm looking across the news to find the non-Brexit, non-Covid, non-Trump type chats? Sometimes it's, uh, we do favour things uh, trapped in people's bodies. That does happen a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Isn't it weird? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every so often, it comes up, uh, if you uh, pardon the pun. Well, literally, yeah. Um, yeah. It goes up, it just won't come out. That's yeah, the that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, fellow in China here. Uh, oh, so it was in China last time. I know, you think, I mean, with everything going on in the world, you think they'd that lot would keep their head down for a bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, guys. Misses just... maybe too much time at home and they go, oh. Guys, let's we, we've had enough. We've had enough China stories this year. Let's yeah. let, let's have four months off. You know, you think even the government would go, guys, stop putting stuff up your bumps just for a bit. Just look after yourself. Just stay quiet for a bit, please. <laughs> just for a bit, okay. Uh, a man had to get uh, a fish surgically removed from his rectum, reportedly oh, no. telling a nurse that he actually sat on the animal. This is fish. the this is, seems to be the usual excuse. Well, yeah. There was a spud last time, wasn't it? I just sat yeah. down and it was. I don't uh, know how you know. can. I mean, how can he sit on a fish? They... Was he sitting in a fish tank? Well, he's either a clumsy pervert or an incredible fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> Can't quite work out which what one. What sort of fish was it? Well, it doesn't say. It doesn't say. The was it an exotic fish or was it like a sea fish or a lake fish? Again, it doesn't say. It says, <sighs> uh, grim images of the animal and various x-rays show the regard that regardless of the method, the fish was well and truly stuck up there. Oh. CT scans revealed that the full thing was stuck. Uh, he complained of intense abdomen pain that lasted over an hour. Um, wow. The nurse questioned him on it. <laughs> what I like about this is there's an actual transcript of the conversation. Oh, good. The nurse okay. questioned him on it. The patient claimed he'd accidentally sat on it. And the nurse said, do you think I'm an idiot? <laughs> well, <they're... laughs> That's an official transcript. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yes, what she should say. Yeah. yeah, there's only one idiot in that conversation. <laughs> and, he's, and he's got a fish in his bum. This is a... This is a... Pixar Finding Dory, I never thought I'd, I'd hear this about. This is a very dark You're never going to gonna find, find Dory. Finding Nemo. <laughs> no, you ain't never finding Nemo, son. <laughs> um, it, it's funny how it's always men, and when they have mm-hmm. these accidents, they're never wearing any pants, are they? When they accidentally sit on things. No. But, but are men more clumsy naturally when they're naked? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if, um, you know, I wonder if, like, when they get there, there, there's a full ward of like-minded perverts just... Yeah, and they're all there. The ketchup man, the bog brush man, the bloke with the pedal bin wedged up his And they just go, sat on it, yeah? Yeah, just sat on it, didn't I? Just a accident. Me too, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What are you in for? (laughs) Sat on it. Yeah, me too. 
<laughs> it's, it's actually a proper disorder. Um, it's called objectophilia. Okay. It's an actual thing. I've been doing some research on it because it does, like I said, come up quite a lot. And it affects men and women uh, differently. So whereas men seem to want to pop things up themselves on occasion, uh, women like to marry random objects. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's the sort of same... Two, Wasn't there a woman who married a chandelier we talked about a while back? There was a woman who yeah, married a chandelier that's or right. something. She yeah. married a chandelier. Um, and there was an Australian woman who married a bridge. Well, I mean, nice. <laughs> imagine. Imagine you're single, you've never had a girlfriend, and then you flick on the telly and there's like a bridge has got married. You're thinking, what have I got to do here? What have I got to do? Imagine that swiping through on Tinder and then a bridge just comes. Ooh. <laughs> well, yes, well, he's please. going places. <laughs> yeah, it's going from there to there. <laughs> There was that woman on this morning who married a Boeing 747. Wow. Yeah. That was weird. Um, which we we joked about relationships coming with baggage, didn't we? Yeah. Time, I think. yeah, yeah. Um, and then last week there was a story um, in Indonesia about, a, uh, it was in the metro, about a man who stole 126 pairs of flip-flops so he could have sex with them. It's just greedy, isn't it? <laughs> That's too many. Also, yeah. stealing flip-flops and having sex, I mean, people are going to hear you coming. Do you know what I mean? Like flip flops when you're walking, they make a lot of noise, don't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. anyway, that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's this week's topic on things being put in place with each other. Jason, Absolute Radio, Manford, where real music matters. So, Steve, you know we're covering the Breakfast Show in a couple of weeks' time. Yes, yes. Yeah, we're covering the Breakfast. We've got some holiday leave. I don't know where they're going on holiday. Because you can't no, go anywhere. Uh, but, just uh, the shed and back. Staycation. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, from the 22nd. So we'll do our show on the Sunday. And then from the 22nd, uh, for that week, we are on breakfast every morning that week. And uh, I'm half looking forward to it. I'm half worried. Well, you know, we'll just see how it goes. We're, we're, we're I mean, bin chat at breakfast time, that'll be. Oh, we'll bring, bring that in. Bin chat to the millions. Bringing bins to the breakfast. Bringing bins for breakfast. Yeah, we'll have to get a proper. Do you think we need a proper jingle though? Is that is our one good enough for breakfast? I, I think that's perfect for breakfast. I think so. That too. one. I think so. I don't. If you can't touch it, it's faultless. I wor- my only worry is um, like doing the show every day that we might run out of things to talk about because like mm. our days are basically Groundhog Day. Yeah. Well, maybe you know. people won't realise if we just talk about the same thing every day. That's because it's idea, every yeah. day is grand day for yeah, everyone. We'll just, yeah, we'll start with that sunny and we'll Start song. with that sunny and <laughs> Welcome to the breakfast show. <laughs> I was just going through my week. This is this is my week now. That from last when we recorded the show last Thursday, right through till today. Right. Yeah. This is okay. what I've done. So I'm just going through my diary. I don't even remember these things. Uh, so last Thursday, I had a lawn treatment on the on the lawn outside. The gardener came and did a lawn. This treatment. was in your diary. This is in my diary, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I had to open the gate. you knew it was coming, like, you know, six months ago or something. Yeah, or, so I or... needed to... Well, I've got to open the gate for him, haven't I? So I need to oh, get the no, diary. But I mean, I just, like, put it in, like, really excited, like, oh, it's lawn day. <laughs> <laughs> we had oh, lawn I just realised it's lawn treatment on Monday. <laughs> uh, then I do this uh, I do this little drive thing uh, in the afternoon on a Thursday. I do it after, after this, where I drive over to... Uh, it's a little place called the Rainbow Haven, and uh, I drop off like some shopping and that to, to sort of people who are vulnerable and uh, people who are new into the country and whatever. So that's quite that's quite good. I get to see see uh, another part of Manchester. Um, that's when I rang you last week actually, and I went to McDonald's. Oh yeah, because you saw it was open on the way there, and you went, "Oh, look at these state of these queuing for the." <laughs> and then when you went past on the way back, there was no queue, and you went, "Hello." <laughs> Yeah, you rang I mean, me. You, you, I think you rang me going, stay at this queue, man. Oh, what's wrong with this country? And then you rang me 40 minutes later going, all right, I've got a big mic. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, that was the second I heard from you within an hour and I was like, oh. That's literally what happened. Uh, well, there was a queue around the block. I thought we were these idiots. Convidiots. Yeah, Convidiots or whatever we call them. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And, uh, and then when I went past, there was only like four, five cars. So I thought, I'll go for it. In for a penny. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, bike ride. I've been doing a couple of bike rides. I'm on yeah. Strava. Oh, I'm on Strava with the bike oh, yeah. riding. I haven't. Oh. Yeah, I haven't. I, yeah, we'll have to be. We'll have to be friends. We'll have to be Strava buddies. 
But I don't want to keep getting messages going, nah. Jason's just cycled for eight kilometres. Give him no. kudos. I'm like, I'm not giving you kudos, mate, for cycling <laughs> no. four miles. I don't need that as well. Um, what I would like to do, though, is um, run or cycle in a shape, like a rude shape. Yeah. Well, it, it's easily done on Strava. That's the yeah. thing. It's good to I, do, I, yeah. I'm just a got big to map fan it. of that. Yeah, you've got to plot your, plot your course out. There's a thing on Strava which you don't realise straight away. If you do the same route a few times, mm. some people have put like little records on. So like, you know, when, there's a bit when you go through Teddington when I used to cycle and it's like past the bakery to the to the second set of lights, like 400 metres or something. Yeah. It says, you've just beat your new record. You went <laughs> seven miles an hour or something. Like, oh, wow. oh, I didn't know this was a... Yeah, so all them come up. Somebody have done one near you. Oh, and then once you know about them, when you get to that spot, you go, here we go, here we go, here we go, come on. Got to beat the world record. <laughs> Not the world record, my personal record. <laughs> record. Well, that sounds quite fun because I'm quite yeah. a competitive person when it comes to that sort of thing at the best of times. Like it, sometimes mm. if I'm walking down the street and I just, some, some people, I will race people who don't even know that they're in a race with me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll be walking down the street and I think, right, I'm going to beat that old lady to the lamppost. I did a thing the other day where I was, a bloke was walking really slowly. So I overtook him at a big two-metre distance and yeah. then tried to get enough in front of him to keep moving. But then I realised my lace was undone. Oh, so no. I thought, I've got to move quicker, not only because I don't want to trip over my lace, but also he's going to spot it and go, mate, your lace is undone. And oh. then I'll have to stop. So I just had to keep running. <laughs> so <laughs> this is social distancing. This is the, these are the new, uh, new worries, aren't they? It's the new normal. It's the new normal. Um, yeah, so... I, I, we're working out. We'll work out breakfast. So make sure you you, you set your alarms that week, the week of the 22nd uh, to the 26th. Me and Steve on Absolute Radio every morning. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Steve, how do you rate yourself as a parent, like 1 to 10? Uh, before lockdown or... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, um, you know, I think I'm. I think I'm pretty good. Pretty I think, good it's it? hard to know, isn't it? It's very yeah, different well, to don't know how to... I was brought brought up. But you, know, you um, take what you what you learn and what yeah. you read, and from I think other we're people. more needy as parents nowadays. Give me a cuddle. Give me a kiss. I don't remember my mum ever doing that. No, I don't remember. I mean, how many days do you remember spending with your dad? Like actually, just you and your dad. No, see, my dad else. was a, was a shift worker in a in a right. sort of nuts and bolts factory in yeah. in, in the black country. So yeah. weird shifts. So not 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 days out and stuff. No weekends. Funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Went yeah. to Drayton Manor once. Yeah, but it's funny, isn't it? I know. I, I'm the same. I I sort of chastise myself a bit sometimes. I work a lot, and you know, I'm busy, and so this time has been nice to spend with the kids and get to know them again in a way, you know. And uh, and we've had a right laugh, and it's gone very well. And obviously, I'm in a I'm in a situation where I've got uh, children with my ex-wife, and uh, you know, children with my wife, and all that sort of stuff. So it's all complicated. You're always juggling things. You're always trying to keep everybody happy. Mm. And when you are in a divorce relationship, what you what you don't want is anything to happen while you're looking after the kids. Mm, that you're yeah. like, oh, that's going to go back there now. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you think, <laughs> yeah. oh god. And generally, it's fine. You know, we have a good relationship, my, me and my ex-wife. We get on, so it's sort of fine. Um, and then this week, I shouldn't be laughing because it's very serious at the time. Uh, this week, we went for a little cycle ride. And, um, well, a horse bit my seven-year-old. A horse? An actual horse, yeah. Bit him. I didn't know a horse bit people. Well, they do. Well, they do now. <laughs> know it. Know it. Nasty. Nasty things. Really? Um, I know. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? So basically what happened was we were going for, we go for this bike ride. We go the same way every time. And uh, we're going down this path. It's quite a narrow path. And so obviously that makes it very difficult for social distancing because people are coming either way. But what there is, as you go down the path, there's a little area sort of where there's a gate and stuff at the start of a field. So you can you step can, in and just Yeah, let you can duck pass. into, wait there and let people pass. And that's what we did. And as we went in there, these horses came over, two horses came over. Now, they always come over, but there was a new horse that we'd not seen before. Oh, okay. And uh, So two of them come over, we say hello, and uh, and that's it, really. You know, we just, we, we sort of move on. Um, on this occasion, this one came over. I mean, he did have mad eyes. You know, horses always look a little <laughs> bit annoyed, don't they? Well, they're, they're going to turn any second, I think. Yeah, you know? like he did have mad eyes, and I, I should have, <laughs> as a dad, I should have spotted that. Yeah, really, yeah. Early. 
You wouldn't have put money on him in the Grand National. Oh, 48 no to 1, way. mad eyes. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, so, essentially, uh, we, we were just there. And it was, it was like a mad minute, like just a mad 60 seconds where... Um, <laughs> my, uh, I had my little boy on the uh, my two-year-old. He's on the sort of seat on the back of my bike. Yeah. So I've got that going on as well. I've obviously got all other kids milling around, and this horse out of nowhere just lurches forward and bites my son right on his chest. Oh no! On his chest, and oh my! I mean, obviously he was traumatized. He's seven years old. They they sort of they've not got canine sources, so it's just it's like a really horrible pinch. But the like bruises, oh my god, yeah. But like the worst pinch you've ever yeah. you've ever seen. Yeah. Like it was awful. Like it it was bright red. I thought, oh my god, we have to hospital tetanus. Like what the heck? Yeah. And in that moment, I sort of leapt to sort of because I didn't know if the horse was going to do it again. So I leapt to save him, and then my bike fell over with my little boy. In the back of that one, thankfully he was all right with his helmet and his seat. He was he was sort of just like he's like a little unit anyway. He's fine. Um, but and then the girls were crying, and then my son was crying. It was just like, oh my god! In the You've city. done this with your mad eyes. <laughs> I did look at this horse like you. I thought, is it like a shark where you got to punch it on the nose? But I didn't. Obviously. Yeah, I didn't do anything. No, obviously. Um, but uh, yeah, it was one of the weirdest things yeah. that has ever 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 happened it was very I didn't odd even know that was a thing i'll tell you what he won't wear that sugar lump t-shirt again though will he <laughs> he's uh he's in a stable condition he's uh he's not, <laughs> no, <laughs> he's I, not exce- obviously not exce- i know he's fine that's why i'm sounding i know we're concerned know we've had this no, conversation I, so i know we, we, uh, people yeah. might be going why is he not asking why is he making jokes about his son <laughs> i know he's i know he's all right he's totally fine and uh, and actually what by the time we got home he was like taking pictures of it and sending it to all his mates like of his yeah. uh, bruise because he was actually quite proud of his bruise and then just before bed i sort of hinted that uh i said well you know how spider-man started well, he yeah. got bit by a spider, and that horse did look mad. He could be a radioactive horse. Yes. Maybe he'd be horseman. What skills would he have? He'd just jump things. Uh, Run yeah. really fast. Just yeah. Well, I mean, for the for the next few days, every time I looked at him, I was like, "Why the long face?" Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I mean, nothing it's hard when your dad's a comedian. No matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? No matter what. But happens, also, there's, there's as a parent, there's somewhere. nothing you could have done in that situation because you no, can't stand you can't. there and go. Because you're, you're teaching kids about the world at the same time. You can't go, oh, 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 hang on, just a little life tip here. Stay away from horses with mad eyes. Because <laughs> that would have said... you wouldn't even notice. What? Yeah, 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 it's a thing. It's a thing. If an horse has got mad eyes, just stand yeah. well back. I imagine the phone call, though, having to ring my ex-wife. <laughs> like, oh, I, uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it was I know, I know. I didn't think they could bite people either. That's why, that's why it's so unusual. <laughs> He did. He did have mad eyes. Now, yes, he has got a bruise in the shape of West Africa, but uh, I think he's fine. He's absolutely fine. Uh, so I did ask on social media uh, just to make myself feel better, really, about when people were uh, have been attacked or bitten by the most random of animals, and I've got some yes. absolute corkers. Oh, good. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. I feel almost like we've. Um, We've given like a public service announcement this morning, which is be careful of mm. uh, horses in fields. You know, just because yeah. you've seen uh, Black Beauty and that doesn't mean they're all your mate. No, no. So stay away. Certainly don't stroke them or touch them, because certainly in this current situation as well, you shouldn't be touching anything. Uh, and don't feed them because you don't know what diets they're on. So that's, uh, if, that's the sort And of, all that's double if they've got mad eyes. And if they've got mad eyes, just stay just well stay away. Well have you ever been attacked by an animal? Um, no, I don't think I have. No. no, I don't think I have. No, done all right. That's good. Well, quite a lot of people have. Uh, Jay Kane uh, says, uh, "My son was nipple crippled by a rabbit at a rescue centre. I insisted wow, that was how deep. they wrote it in the accident book. Uh, being crippled. the amazing and caring mum, I cried with laughter. Yeah, they just sat there, and the, the rabbit just leant over and." Had a little nibble. I imagine that well hurt because they have got proper yes. teeth. Yeah, rabbits and hamsters and all of them have all got really sharp teeth, haven't they? Oh, dear. Uh, Claire Cliff says uh, some cracking names today on Facebook. Claire Cliff. Uh, my youngest daughter was bitten by a swan. I mean, they are nasty. 
Well, yeah, uh, well, we're taught, aren't we? Stay away from the swans and break your arm. Stay away from them, yeah. Uh, her sister actually wrote to the Queen and she replied to say that she was sorry. <laughs> that's amazing yeah, if good. that's true. Finally, yeah. <laughs> Oi, it's one of your lot, yeah, is it? <laughs> I quite like that. I quite like that. <laughs> Genuinely, the Queen was like, pass me what the swan I, letters. What, what can I, I say? What, what can one say? One is sorry. I, one did not know. <laughs> one swan. <laughs> <laughs> Can uh, break Ellen. one's arm, you know. <laughs> they can. I mean, the, it's the geese. They're the ones, though, aren't they? Yeah. But she doesn't the own the geese, does she? But no, yeah. she doesn't own all the geese. Geese are just loud, though, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, shut up! <laughs> Horrible things. I think Prince Andrew owns all the geese and the Queen owns all, all the swans. Yeah, That's it makes it sense now that yeah. you've said it like that, yeah. <laughs> uh, when I was in primary school, says Erin Taylor, I was walking home and a little Yorkshire terrier came bounding out of a driveway and started chasing me. I was screaming me head off, running like the wind. Literally the most traumatic experience of my life thus far. Mm. Next day at school, the PE teacher pulled me aside and said she had seen the whole thing and was impressed by how fast I could run and how did I feel about joining the school athletics <laughs> team? <laughs> See? Yeah, I just I saw that, yeah, awful, yeah. Do you, do you, That's yeah. amazing. What an amazing teacher that rather than go in the out county finals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to help her. She's gone cracky. Yeah. That is a hell of a sprinter. <laughs> that was the start of a sprinting career. I quite like yeah. I quite like the, the foresight of that teacher. Well I like the idea of that PE teacher. Any one time somebody's like swimming in a lake, just throw a throw a, throw a goose in. <laughs> See how quickly they get away and go, listen, do you want to join the swimming team? <laughs> I saw how fast you got away from that crocodile the other day. and uh, yeah, just wondering, you... uh, there's a place you know in the swimming team. <laughs> Amazing. I saw uh, how you boxed uh, that kangaroo the other day. and uh, just, uh, <laughs> It's the Boxing funny. County Finals coming up next week, and I just wondered if you, you were interested. I love it. This is... Matters. So you sometimes think with animals, don't you? That because we live in the UK, you sort of feel like you're all right, don't you? Because yeah, we haven't got really mad ones. We've not got the mad ones. Um, do you know the top ten? I'll, I'd say the top ten dangerous animals in the UK. Oh, go on, this go is, on. Right here we come. We love a list, don't we, on this show? Oh, love uh, a list. I mean, they're stretching a little bit to 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 include ten. I've got to say. Yeah. I mean, number ten is the killer whale, which okay. I feel like. I mean. I'm not sure there's one of them. Chroma? The, I don't know. Bob, Bob <laughs> don't know. Yeah, I guess you'd really have to get out there. Yeah, you'd have to, yeah. Anyway, I they, yeah, that's number 10. Uh, okay. Number nine is spiders. Um, um, although we don't have the, you know, the plethora of deadly bite spiders like Australia uh, would have, for example, um, and there isn't a single record of anyone dying from a spider bite in Britain. Yeah, uh, but we, regardless of all that, we're doing a list. <laughs> Of dangerous yeah, exactly. animals. There are 15 British spiders that are on record as having bitten someone. Okay. Uh, the wow. severity uh, varies from barely noticeable and bit itchy. To Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the scale. Barely the scale. noticeable, bit itchy, f- scaling buildings and rescuing people. Actually, the severity is, to me, doesn't seem that bad. It's not, it's, severity what is it not much from- of a leap? Barely noticeable and a bit itchy to about as bad as a wasp that sting. Oh, that's not like, much, is it? That's quite low down the... Yeah, you think yeah. of like a shark attack. Uh, anyone in the UK uh, has uh, probably heard of the false widow spider. This is the most venomous British spider and is becoming increasingly common. In It's related to the notorious black widow and mm. kind of uh, like a watered-down version, as well as a painful bite, a few system... Uh, wide symptoms can feel like feeling unwell and heart palpitations. So that does oh the spider. The spider is uh, at number nine when it comes yeah. to... Uh, uh, the fox is at number eight, Steve. The fox, okay. The fox, the urban fox. Um, I guess occasionally... They, they just don't care, do they, the old foxes? They, no, they attack your bins more than people, I guess. Yeah, I, get, I uh, sometimes go out in the garden in the morning, there's one just on top of the shed, and he, he sees me, and I go, all right, and he goes, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, <laughs> and then just, just gets up and goes, oh, I've got my own pace, mate. All right. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not... I don't care, do they, Ren? You know. They're not the bothered city. anymore. We've no, been no. having um, 
we've been having milk and bread delivered from our milkman and uh, I've had to put a box out there now to put yeah, the bread they, in. They will, yeah, they'll go for that, won't they? Because it's either a fox, but then the other day I went out there and there was a magpie feather right next to the... Like, right like next to the bread. Yeah, there's a massive hole mm. in the bread that looked like the size of a magpie's head size. I had to throw it straight away. Just um, head in and just nibble the middle out. Yeah, just had, like, took a full piece of bread out. I wouldn't mind, but we, we've we got a bird table in the back. Like, we actually feed the birds. Yeah, magpies, they're nice nicking people. things, don't they? That's what they do. They nick stuff, don't they? Mag- oh, I'm a magpie. I nick things. <laughs> but I just... It was the fact that the feather was there. Now, because early on, my wife had said, it's definitely a magpie. I said, it's probably a fox. And she was going off the size of the hole and, you know, that a fox would rip it apart and all that sort of stuff. And she said, but there's a magpie feather right next to the... And I said, that uh-huh. that is route one when you come into police work. When you're a full detective like I've been, <laughs> you go, hang on a minute, right? Yeah. Is this it, is clearly a plant. It's clearly a it. plant. And, and he's who trying is to the blame most, the magpie. Yeah. Who's the most cunning of all animals? What is a cunning? Uh, yeah, he's fox. a fox. And who are you going to blame? Literally. Who's, who's no one going to believe? What bird is no one going to believe? No one's going to believe stuff. the magpie. The magpie. I didn't nick it. You're a magpie. <laughs> exactly. So, yes, the perfect crime. Cunning and go. thievy. <laughs> there you go. I'm just saying that I still think it's the fox, even with the clues that I've seen on the doorstep. Fox and magpie. It's an ITV2 <laughs> detective show. Daytime. <laughs> We could be that. We could be Fox and Magpie. Fox and Magpie. Yeah. <laughs> Let's pitch it. Let's pitch it. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I know you're sort of slightly joking about Fox and Magpies. Fox and Magpie. Show, I think there's something be, in it. Could be. I think, yeah, I think I so could, too. I could be Magpie, right? So yeah. Magpie's story is. Yeah. He's he's been in prison all his life. Yeah. He's he's a he's a thief. He's a thief. His nickname is yeah. Magpie. He's not called Magpie. That'd be too fortuitous that he was a thief called Magpie. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. everyone knew him as Magpie. He was a police like informer. Rosemary and Time finding each other, for example. Yeah, but they did though, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so he's come out and now he's working with you. You're Fox. You're you're Tony Fox or whatever. You're yeah, a Tony policeman. Fox. And you're very cunning. Very methodical. Yeah, massive. And brilliant. I was I was an informer for you before I went in prison. Now I'm going oh, straight. That's good. Magpie. He knows all the loopholes. He knows how crime works. And obviously, you know I'm not lying to you because you're a fox, yeah. you're cunning. So that's how that works. He's, it's great. I love it. I'm watching it already. Who's in yeah. it? Can we in it? Let's, let's, let's be in it. Let's do it. I think my, my um, character, I think, is, is deeply troubled. Mm. Um, well, you've got to be and, yeah, here. Yeah, What's your trouble? Deeply troubled. I think it's probably a drinking problem. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, probably a drinking problem. And, uh, you know, after I arrested you... And uh, you went down. Mm, yeah. I, I went into the... Best thing that ever happened to me. You know what I mean? Turned my life around. <laughs> Saved your life, really. Yeah. And I um, I went into the... Uh, yeah, I went into like the, the, the commissioner. Sort yourself out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, um, you know, you've got You're to a go. great you, cop, but you, yeah. you got a problem. Because yeah. it's... <laughs> Why? Is it this Stockport Police Station? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there's a guy, the guy, the chief commissioner, he, he was from uh, Brooklyn or somewhere. Oh, I see. They're on yeah, the... yeah, yeah, yeah. It just feels more <laughs> yeah. like a proper show. Yeah. And um, anyway, he told me I had to uh, hand in my badge and my gun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shouldn't gone. have even had the gun, to be fair. <laughs> Should have had the gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way we do things in the States. We got a badge and a gun. You just got a badge here? What is wrong with these ladies? Uh, so, yeah, that's my... Uh, I reckon... That, right, let's pitch that to ITV. Magpie Fox and, and Magpie. Fox. Fox and Magpie. He's going straight. <laughs> yeah. That's all we got he's so far. Been str- he's he's yeah. going bendy. Yeah. No, that's not right, is it? Yeah. Well, it's the opposite of straight. <laughs> well, um, we're both going straight, because you're going straight, you know, away from, like, the drink and stuff. So what, you're, hey, what angle? He's what going if? straight. He's going clean. Yeah, together. what if yeah. I'm going off the rail... <laughs> I'm going off the rails. Yeah. And you're going straight. So you're the, the criminal who's going yes. straight. I'm the yeah. copper who's and going a bit to, off the rails. Yeah, I'm having to rein you in. Just calm yeah. down, Dave. Dave Fox, calm down. Yeah, and I have to bring you back. <laughs> I have to bring you back in line. You go in there, they got shooters. They've all got shooters. And then it'll be great. <laughs> what are we saying? ITV four or ITVB? I think so. I think oh, let's go straight for the top. Let's go straight for ITV. Netflix. One. Net, I mean, Netflix, yeah. Netflix. Let's do it. Coming right. soon. Fox and Magpie. Yeah. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where music matters.
All right, a few more. Uh, when animals attack, they were okay. massive. Those shows a while back, weren't they? You don't see them anymore. Yeah, no, no. It was like every few weeks there was a new one. When animals go crazy, uh, Ellie Newman says, walking through a cow field in the countryside, my granddad was visiting from Liverpool with his golden retriever. Cracky, that's a lot of information. Yeah. Uh, the cow well, that might started- be important. <laughs> <laughs> the cow started chasing us, and he picked the dog up and ran. Left me and my sister, who were eight and six behind, didn't even look back for us. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just say, Where's that dog? dog? You're on your own. Sorry, <laughs> Ellie. <laughs> I'm not leaving Goldie. They're monsters. He's got mad eyes, that cow. <laughs> Sally Moore said, I once got bit by a squirrel that I'd rescued. Oh, that is a that is a, a kick in the teeth, isn't it? There. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. That is not a saying said in the animal yeah, kingdom. All the all those sayings, they they the you know like on your own doorstep that one. Yeah, foxes <laughs> do that as well. Yeah, they, you know they don't care about the rules. Uh, bit me on the finger, she says, and was hanging there while I tried to shake it off. Oh God, that was oh, the kill. What do you do? What's the release code for? You know. <laughs> Um, so some of them some, is a finger up the old... That's a dog, isn't it? Some sort is of dog. dog? Yeah, you don't want to get it wrong, yeah. do you? Also, you no. then end up in A&E with that Chinese fella. Sat on a, it. With a squirrel hanging off your finger. Don't tell me you sat <laughs> on it. No, it's um, sat on me. She went to hospital for a tetanus, and the guy who booked me in couldn't stop laughing. Neither could the nurses who cleaned the wound and gave me the funny. shot. <laughs> you got to find humour in the darkest of times. Yeah. Uh, Ashley Portwood says, I rode my bike into a cow once. Does that count? It was pitch black on the path across the field. Didn't even see it. I just remember being laid on the floor in a lot of pain while this animal just looked at me all that under was... the strobe lighting <laughs> effect of my headlights. <laughs> that would have been... You, I mean, that would have been a real shock because there's no movement there. You'd have just gone bang. That's, and then you're just like on the floor and there's a cow looking at you. You go, am I dead? Am I hallucinating? <laughs> you are... Cow just said you are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you must be talking 1,500, 2,000 pounds. Yeah. Just like a brick wall, man. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Hearn says, I was on a walk at Christmas once with my family and there were some horses up by a fence. I leaned forward and one of them bit me on the boob. Oh, ooh, see, they've got history oh, than previous. Haven't they? I wonder if, wonder you if had it was him again, old Mad Eyes. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's gone around the country biting people on Christmas Day. I mean, I know it's not horse Christmas, but come on. No, Merry you must Christmas. See the, <laughs> you must see people smiling. Jane Phillips says, not bitten, but my daughter was sprayed by a tiger in a French zoo. Oh, oh, oh. She stunk all day. She was 13 and did not see the funny side at all. No. Yeah, I no, bet. No, I'm, I'm with her. I can't see the funny side of that. But, they, you know, go off lightly. It's a tiger, isn't it? I mean, the sprains. Of all the things a tiger could do to you. Can do. That's the best thing yeah. they can do. And a French tiger, as I imagine. I mean, they're aloof at the best of times. Yeah. I mean, that imagine tiger's not coming one. to tea, is it? You're not He's not coming. Them. Do you want to watch Tiger who come to tea? Nope. I, I am not them. coming to your tea. I do not like your bland <laughs> British food. Is it fish in a chip? Erin <laughs> uh, says, A crow nicked my ham salad sandwich on a dog walk once. I knew it was banning it, so I tried to eat it really fast and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's always one slight. Was it cutting off? You're trying to stuff one in. You can see him going, any minute now. You go on, you just take your right. Just look over there, look over there. Is that a fox? Is that a fox? Look over there. And then bang. I bet it was a magpie. I bet the magpie made him do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nick that sandwich for me. Where real music matters. We've been talking uh, when animals attack. Humorously, though, we don't, we're not after horrendous stories. Uh, the top ten deadliest animals. I mean, it's a yeah. stretch to call them deadliest. Yeah. Should we say yeah, dangerous? Yeah. Dangerous animals uh, in this country. So, so far mm-hmm. in the top ten, uh, with number ten, we had the killer whale. Already a yeah, bit no of argument a stretch. there. Yeah, yeah, uh, just, yeah. Absolutely dangerous. They're called killer. I mean, that's in their name. This but is the clues in the title. There's not one in the middle of Windermere. You know what I mean? Oh, so you've really no. got to go out well, your way. I don't know, do you? Well, I won't 100% say. Uh, the spider, the false widow spider, your fox, your cunning fox. Um, number seven, Steve, is the jellyfish. Oh, yeah, scared of them when you, I was a kid. Yeah, your Portuguese man of, man of war. Weird yeah. looking. Yeah. Weird, like someone's left a, like a 
weird coloured plastic bag. You used to see in them in the like rock pools, water. those little, you know, those little ones. Are they, are they baby ones and stuff? You remember? Not the ones that are in the oh, sea, yeah. like the tentacle. The ones, the little ones that look like a bit of apricot jam <laughs> yeah. on top of a, of a tart. They're nasty, aren't they? They're nasty. Mm. Uh, So we do have the jellyfish uh, on occasion. They can give you a nasty uh, sting. Number six, which I thought would have been higher up, to be honest, your seagull. Yes, yes. Your seagull. Because seagulls Uh, love chips and you got chips. So that's the big problem, isn't it? They can weigh up to uh, 1.5 kilograms. That's all uh, the chips. Known (laughs) known as uh, the sky rat. Affectionately, mm. yeah. uh, they can uh, dive bomb the, the, the chip nicker. Yeah, um, uh, the standard modus operandi of the seagull is to make a couple of low passes, which mm. might involve emptying its bowels or stomach on you. Uh, following this, if you haven't run for cover, the gull will gain altitude and dive, approaching its target from behind. It can hit top speeds of around forty miles an hour. The gull drags its claws across the victim's head often resulting in a deep cut. Oh, dear. Yeah. In recent attacks, one woman was hospitalised, a dog pecked to death, and a Welsh pensioner died of a heart attack during an attack. So they are nasty. Mm. Nasty. Um, So that's why I thought (laughs) it would be further up. Number five, the adder. Yeah. The snake. Yeah, um, yeah, I've never seen one, but apparently they're around. Number Everywhere, four. When I grew up, there was where, wherever there was bracken, you'd go. Oh, there's an adder in there. Adder in there. Oh, there was a lot yeah. of Canuck Chase where I grew up. There was like you, you always you were scared when you walked through it. There could be a yeah. snake in there. Never saw one. But no. Apparently there could be. Well, that's the adder. The adder's at number five. Number four, uh, the cow. Well, this bloke on the bikes just illustrated this when he yeah. drove into one in the middle of the night. Number what as, a, as an attacking machine, or as just like uh, in, in, like falling on you, involved in accidents? Well, well we're talking cows here. Food poisoning. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll get you eventually. Uh, no, the cow. Uh, we're not talking bulls here. We're talking actual cows. Actual, yeah. um, the cow herd in a field with public footpaths running through them. That can be uh, a problem. People can get trampled. Um, so yeah, I guess when they're all together. Um, there are two common fa- factors in most cases. Dogs are present, and the attack occurs in spring or summer, which is around calving season. So they're protecting their young and, and that sort well, of that stuff. Well, that scouser picked up his dog and ran off was right then, wasn't he? The dogs <laughs> he absolutely are was, yeah. I'm Not doing it for you, girls. I'm getting the dog away. <laughs> um, the advice, if the situation starts turning a little ugly, is to let go of your dog, uh, as this is what will be bothering the cows. Mm. Uh, mm. Number three, the red deer. Okay, Weighing yeah. in at 100 kilograms, measuring two metres, six foot six in length, and armed with a formidable set of antlers, the red mm. deer are Britain's biggest wild animal. Oh. Uh, yeah, so 50,000 deers are hit by cars every year in the UK, uh, resulting in 450 injuries to people. I mean, I don't know if you can count that as being dangerous yeah because you drove into one <laughs> if you're driving into one you know what i mean like i get it but still you know yeah. be careful um but they can yeah they can attack certainly in a breeding season uh, in autumn number two is dogs which is self-explanatory number mm. one steve yes i'm surprised not to see the horse on there if i'm honest yeah after i've had first-hand experience exactly. um and uh, and also we've not seen the cat on there the cat's not on there number one is the wasp. Bees yeah. and wasp. That's, that's your number bees one. Bees are all right, things. though, aren't they? I like a bee. I don't mind bees a bee. Hello, right. hello, bee. You used to have that routine about the bumblebee, didn't you? But the, <laughs> no, uh... <laughs> no, I never did. <laughs> the, the wasp, though, you can... The bee's a nice guy. He's doing stuff. He's, you know, yeah. he's pollinating this. He's making some money over there. Hello, queen, I got you some things. Whereas a wasp just walking around going, hello, who's your last sting? Got loads of these. Got loads of these stings. I will never die. Yeah. So there you go. That's your top 10 most dangerous UK animals. Be careful, guys. Stay safe. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Going to be talking to Daniel Sloss this hour, a successful British comedian, Scottish comedian. Uh, he's, uh, we're doing some gigs together uh, in a drive-in. We're doing some drive-in gigs. It's the new drive-in. normal, Steve. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I saw this at the, the, cinema, the drive-in cinemas had reopened on the news. Yeah, the so day, we're going to be doing thought, some well, drive-in stand-up. News. I don't know that's how it's going to work. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see. I, yeah. 
we'll see how it works, I guess. Uh, we'll be chatting to him very shortly. Um, I'm doing some... I did my first online gig last night. How was that? It was fine, actually. I sort of did it, you know, I was sat here, uh, where I'm sat right now, at my desk, and I'd written some jokes, and they sort of... How they did it, and I've got... I'll, I'll give you some more information about some gigs I'm doing coming up later on uh, this month. But, um, yeah, essentially what we did was uh, we... You just do some jokes to a screen, and there's like loads of people on Zoom, and they're watching, and so you can hear them mm. laughing. Yeah, and you can go and look at your air, mate, and you can you can exactly yeah, in like a Mickey. front row. It's actually even better than having a front row because you can tell them to get out of their homes. Oh, <laughs> it's yes. better. Yeah, that's pretty, you know, that's good. so oh, much material. <laughs> yeah, you're not like oh, you you got a rubbish jumper, you know. You're like having it. Yeah, when, when telly's I did, rubbish, uh, by the way. Rubbish <laughs> telly. <laughs> when I did Romesh uh, Ranganation uh last week um there was a bit there where you sort of chat to a, a load of people on zoom oh yeah uh, the ranganation, his, his ranganation yeah. yeah and i um i did tell one of them a guy metalhead uh if I oh i saying. saw this yeah the thing is did. that's been you going on for four weeks i know i know yeah. so he, he stopped it no it wasn't this week it wasn't i know off. it was really really funny so for people who don't know is uh in the background his cooker clock was uh flashing, flashing. he'd never set the time basically had he no and I'd been doing it for four or five weeks, and I'd spotted it myself in previous weeks. So it came to my moment. And honestly, you know, I know Twitter can be a place full of hate and, you know, discourse and people arguing, but I've never had so much love from so many people saying, thank you, Jason, for getting that guy to turn off his clock on his cooker. Just set your clock timer, mate, please. It's been, it's been annoying me for weeks. Uh, so, yeah, so, we're, so very soon, I'll give you some information on this uh, at some point, but from this Thursday, the 18th, uh, we're going to start a new weekly comedy night. It's called uh, The Weekly Stand-Up, and you can tune in online if you head over to my uh, Facebook page um, or try uh, Weekly Stand-Up com as well there's uh, some more information on there we've got loads of big comics on loads of great funny things happening and you can watch it all in the safety and comfort of your own home jason manford absolute radio where real music matters hey we're talking about uh, spider bites and uh, being attacked by animals in the last hour nikki shurek says jason i got bit on the backside by a false widow Oh, that's the bad one. That's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, we? rang the hospital Heart for advice. Yeah, rang the hospital Sat for on advice. Sat did she? <laughs> and they told us to draw a line around the bite area. Right. My, my husband drew around it, then added Sharpie. legs and eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I was stressing more about it getting worse and having to show the hospital my husband's art on my bottom, arse art, uh, than I was about getting bit in the first place. <laughs> I love that. That's a, a typical bloke thing to do, isn't it? Where's, where's he hanging the web from, the one thread? Where's that going? <laughs> uh, Jenna Williams uh, said, My mum found a huge wasp nest in the garden once when oh. my sister was little. The cyst, My sister... My sister panicked, ran inside the house and locked the door, leaving my poor mum stuck in the garden with hundreds of angry wasps. I don't know why she thought locking the door would make any difference. Yeah, just shutting the door's enough, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, lock yeah. It. Lock. it might get through the keyhole, though. They're only a little. There's a key in the lock. They can't get in. Aren't they the worst, though? Wasp, aren't wasp oh, nests When I was doing my house up in Manchester, I ripped the ceiling out in the bathroom and I just saw this, this wasp. Oh, I remember it. It's like some predator. I took your photo. It was just between the eaves. Just, it was horrendous. Yeah. It's like a, low, like a million pencil sharpenings just sort of stuck together. And I rang some like pest control. I went, can you move it? He went, well, it's going to cost 50 quid to move it. I was like, I don't care. I'll give you whatever. Whatever you want, just move it. I'm not touching it. It's horrendous. And then he, he opened up the ceiling. He pulled it down. And there was another one next to it falling <laughs> as well. And he went, well, you're better off leaving one up there. I was like, I've just given you 50 quid, so we're not leaving one up there. Nope. He said, you're better off leaving one up there because... Um, they don't really tend to, you know, put nests in the same place. I was like, there's two there, mate. There's two <laughs> next to each other. Are you talking about? You're an expert. What was this, the 60s? When they're all like, oh, let's live together. Yeah, just wasps and bees. Unbelievable. Yeah, terrifying. <laughs> Jennifer Tang says, I got mugged by a squirrel once. It ran up my leg and stole my Apple iPhone. Really? Oh, Is no, this... my Apple. Oh. <laughs> 
I thought you were just message. I, I it was, oh, right, it's on the next bit, yeah. I was say, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Apple iPhone? No, just their Apple. Fair I thought, it was just, I thought she was just getting proof for her insurance claim. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, it's on, on the radio. radio. So it was on the radio, so it must have happened. <laughs> uh, Annabelle Collins, listen to this. I, my son fell into the sea otter's cage at Chester Zoo. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but... Right. What I happened? Mean, <laughs> what are well, to be like, fair, uh, he says it got bit... She, the, the son oh, got bitten. Bite, see. Yeah. Yeah, she says the parent who took him was mortified, and yet by the time they got home, she just had a good laugh about it. You would be a bit mortified. <laughs> You'd What's be mortified if you right, took well, another in the kid. Otter. Yeah, <laughs> fell in the otter enclosure. And... <laughs> Jay Devonport uh, says, Jason, a dragon lizard in Kenya. What a tactic. I mean, that doesn't... How big is a dragon lizard? I don't know. And it's and it's abroad as well, so you don't know what venom it's got. Or... Oh, sounds massive, doesn't it? Uh, the yeah. tour guy told us not to run when it was coming towards us or panic. <laughs> yeah, whatever, mate. Don't yeah, run, right, don't mate. run. Please don't... Oh, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my sister, uh, Chelsea, being young at the time, clinging onto our mum, scared, thinking she would save us if anything happened. We were wrong. The massive lizard started charging at us. Everyone started screaming. My mum started climbing up us like we were a tree <laughs> screaming maybe man for himself a <laughs> lot I guess he didn't fancy eating two screaming ginger kids from Salford uh, with their mum sat on top of them like a hat <laughs> wow, wow that's terrifying that is pretty scary I think that would put me off a safari for life this is Jason Manford this is Matters. Hey, last week it was your wife's birthday, and you were when we left the show. You were heading to uh, the posh shop to get polenta, mm. was it, to make a polenta Just, cake? Yes, it wasn't easy to get polenta because it no? was, like we were joking about it. I went into the to the big Sainsbury's, mm. bit of not not a mad queue, but I, I went I had to go for the big shop, and then I said like I couldn't find it anywhere. I didn't know where to go, and I said to a bloke, "Where's uh, where's the polenta?" And he went, "What is it?" And I said, well, "I don't know." <laughs> I think it sounds Italian. Is it like a grain or a rice or something? And then he asked another bloke and he went, aisle 42. And I went over there and it was the booze section. He thought I'd said palinka, which I think is like a Austrian um, sort of schnapps. Wow. So I did get it in the end. I got the last right. one. And, that is uh, a yeah. <laughs> it was just a Sainsbury's. But, oh, right, um, I see. Yeah, but polenta, I don't think it's that. It's just not. It's Basically, it was a gluten-free, for no reason at all. A gluten-free right. birthday cake. So the polenta is um, is there in place of flour and you have ground almonds as well. It was nice. Actually frightened Good. the s*** out of me. Why would you just sneak up on someone like that? I'm in the middle of the radio show, man. I actually jumped. Like, my ass left the seat. What's happened? She just come in with a sandwich. With, thank you. <laughs> it's hard when you say with a sandwich. If you come in with a cup of tea or a sandwich or anything, it's hard oh to be God. angry. I was listening to your polenta story, and if you come in with a sandwich, I actually, my, my bum actually left the seat. I actually jumped out of my skin. Because I've got the headphones on. You don't hear anything, do no, you? No, when, when Hal tapped me on the shoulder and I thought I'd been shot, and I went, ow! Oh, my God. Oh. Anyway. Anyway, sorry. So how was the how was the cake? It was well. I I don't have a sweet tooth, but she says I had a little bit. It was nice, resounding success. It was it was two um, sort of orange polenta cake I made, uh, joined in the middle with a, uh, a ganache made of uh, dark chocolate and uh, double cream, and then it's uh, oh. covered in um, uh, sort of a, a butter icing, and then I had a little. Uh, segments of candied fruits on the top, oh, uh, you know, lemon, and and then I found some um, gold uh, glitter. So I went to town with that. Oh, it was gold everywhere. It was great, but wow. it looks amazing. She was very happy. Nice. They, you well, know, I reckon you'd have got a handshake off uh, Paul Hollywood. I, well, I mean, I think I would have done as well. I mean, like, I mean I'm very critical. Not of my now. Work. You'd have got like an elbow. No, elbow no, he, bump, no. I wouldn't have even is. got that. He just nodded at me over the other side of the room, and I thought he was flirting <laughs> with me. It's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh well that sounded like it went well yes I'm very pleased very nice. very pleased I'm glad, it, I'm glad it went well Jason.
Manford. Uh, we had some technical problems this morning, so we've not been able to get Daniel Sloss on the show. Uh, some Wi-Fi connection, I don't know what's going on. Uh, but basically, let me tell you, uh, we're doing the Drive-In Club. It's the first and biggest multi-screen, multi-genre, outside entertainment experience in the country so far. In line with government guidelines, uh, ticket holders will be able to either sit inside or adjacent to their car with sound broadcasts through a dedicated FM frequency. This entirely contact-free, live-programmed event is a safe space to enjoy entertainment whilst adhering to social distancing government practices. Mm. So that's what's going on, Steve. That sounds uh, good. Yeah, there'll be one in Brent Cross on the 3rd of July, Dagenham on the 9th of July. Uh, there's loads going on, comedy, music, podcasts, Q&As, family shows, the latest blockbuster movies throughout the day and into the night. The specially curated content is designed to appeal to a variety of ages and interests. Food and beverage deliveries will be ordered online on the day and delivered direct to your car from a selection of traders. I think they've nailed it. They just throw um, a carrier bag at your windscreen with all the stuff in. <laughs> Uh, they will be recognising the relentless hard work of our NHS heroes as well by giving uh, a load of tickets for free. Uh, but the driving club, I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, the entertainment industry has been hit uh, hard. It's probably going to be the one of the last things to come back, your theatres and clubs and arenas and whatever. So we've got to do something, haven't we? Yeah. We've got it's to do it's something. It's novel, isn't it? It's a, you know, a nice way to watch a gig as well, isn't it? It's different, I think so. It? I don't know what you've got to do. Flash your lights if you're laughing. I don't know how we're going to do yeah, that. But could turn into beat your horn dog, if you heckle. Dogging thing. There's a, that's a lot of code. With, you don't want to get mixed up and go the wrong. I thought this was a stand-up venue. No, love. This is not a stand-up venue. I think we're in the middle of a dogging field. <laughs> you can stand up if you want. Uh, head over I wouldn't. to. <laughs> oh no! You, know, you do not want to know what that means. <laughs> head over to the driving dot club. Uh, is the website that you're looking for. Tickets are on sale now. Safety is obviously a priority. Uh, tickets up for £35 per vehicle. And there's, like I said, loads going on. Edith Bowman, Craig Charles, uh, there's kids stuff, Basil Brush, Sooty and Sweet, Rasta Mouse, uh, Dick and Dom. Uh, and there'll be comics. Myself, Bill Bailey, uh, Rachel Paris, uh, Omid Jalili, Daniel Sloss, uh, Louise uh, Omelan, Milton Jones, Reginald D. Hunter and Chappie Cassandi. So a cracking mix, Bill, uh, of of entertainment. So have a little look. We'll see what happens, eh? Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Music hey, Steve, what have you got on? What are you wearing? Are we, are we still on air? <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I'm just, I've got shorts on. Uh, oh. T shirt. Let's drop my cup. It's fine. Right. Sorry. What are you Sorry. wearing? A cup of tea? <laughs> 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 Uh, no, I'll tell you what I am wearing, Steve. What are you wearing? I am wearing a Radio 2 Popmaster T-shirt. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, nice. I got sent through a few things okay. um, just as a thank you for doing uh, Popmaster of the Week, you embarrassing the myself day, yeah. in front of the, the nation mm -hmm. with my lack of music knowledge. Um, and I was, thinking, I was thinking I might give him a ring. I might give Ken Bruce a ring just to say thank you. That's a nice thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. Let me, let me just... Um, let me just ring you. Hold on. Let me just press these buttons. Oh, that's, the, that's the wrong one. Okay. All right, it's ringing now. Hello. Uh, Ken, Who is this? Uh, Ken, Mr. Bruce. Yes. Hello, it's Jason Manford. Four two nine one. Jason, who? Uh, Manford, I, I, I was on Popmaster the other week. Oh, the comedian. That's, yeah, that's, that's right, comedian. Ken, yeah. I just wanted to say thank you because uh, I've just had, I've got a mug and a, a ball. Let me stop you there, Jason. Nothing to oh. do with me. It's the people in the office. I don't, I don't have nothing to do with this. Oh, no, but I've got something signed I, from I you I tell you, well. now, on the day I didn't like you, and I, this, <laughs> this, I thought you were a little bit impertinent, and now you're ringing me at home while I'm trying to get Wi-Fi in the garden. This is... <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely outrageous. So, uh, oh, I hope you enjoy the t-shirts. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so you know about the t-shirt because I've not, I've not mentioned the t-shirt. It's a, it's a thing that they all. They just everyone gets the same thing. You get a DAB radio if you're clever. You didn't get a DAB radio, did you? No, no, I got a mug. Yeah. What does that yeah. tell you? You're a mug. Okay. <laughs> bye bye. It's a bit harsh, wasn't it? Crikey, do you that, Steve? He's a lot friendly on the radio, isn't he? 
Isn't he? I've got to say, he's, I must say, he sounds less like Ken Bruce than he did the other week. <laughs> well, maybe when he's relaxing at home. <laughs> maybe. It's, do you know why? Yeah. It's because he didn't get to say, Ken Bruce, I'm nearly a two. It's because he didn't get to say that phrase because he was angry at home. <laughs> I need that phrase to get me into the impression. Hello, Ken Bruce on Radio 2. <laughs> That's why. Oh, that was the reason, right? Yeah. Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> Jason. Absolute Radio. Sanford. Where real music matters. Thanks for tuning in this morning on Absolute Radio. The podcast will be up very shortly in case you missed some of our... Uh, Gold is that too big a word, Steve? Gold, I think radio it's, gold. Yeah, it looks like gold. Let's say it's um, <laughs> it's a sort of former copper or a heavily varnished. Gold plated. Yeah, it's gold plated. Gold plated, but with the thinnest of gold. So thin, <laughs> so thin, and stretched across three hours. Yeah, so it's um, got even thinner because it's yeah. been stretched. <laughs> so we'll be back uh, next uh, next Sunday, of course, and uh, we've got well, we've got two more Sundays, and then a full week of breakfast radio from me and mm. Steve. So uh, that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Um, in the meantime, this Thursday, Thursday the 18th, is the first night of the weekly stand up show. Uh, so log on to uh, theweeklystandup.com or you can check on my Facebook or Twitter. I'll be talking a lot about it, don't you worry. Uh, but that'll be the first stand up show coming from comedians' homes into your home. So perfect. It's going to be great fun. Uh, I'll give you more details about that. As the weeks go on, we're running a full 10 weeks of gigs uh, to see how that all goes. Anyway, have a great week. Hope you're well and uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.